The year was 1992. I was 22 years old, new to San Francisco, young and beautiful, virginal in more ways than one, and I was desperately seeking friendships. San Francisco's nightlife was booming, yet racism and homophobia existed in the eyes of every doorman. African-American gay males were discriminated against. The effect? I developed a low self-esteem. So to contract my low self-esteem, I invented a more appealing social image of myself. I claim to have extensive knowledge of culture. I strived for Emily Post standards. I wore the most eccentric clothing, and I would have done anything to be adored. Within the confinements of the bars and discotheques, I found new friends, which I had yearned for. I found the ability to forget my problems, and I found I felt good without a drink. Well, after six months, approximately 84 nights on the town, things began to change. I noticed my newfound friends were unhealthy. They only called me to drink, snort cocaine, take ecstasy. And although I noticed this behavior, Things remained the same. Months later, I was invited to a warehouse party. Although the entrance was free, I had no money for drinks. Therefore, under my trench coat, I smuggled in a half a gallon of vodka. As I mingled through the crowd, someone asked, would you like some ecstasy? My response, would you like some vodka? And a deal was made. Two hours later, while singing Slave to the Rhythm, twice in the bathroom, I engaged in sexual acts. Soon following, I proceeded to sniff several lines of cocaine. Apparently, I blacked out, and as I slowly peeled my eyes open, I noticed my pants were down to my ankles, my genitals were fully exposed, my shirt jacket, house, keys, and wallet were all missing, gone, and my newly acquired friends, non-existent. Then came the walk of shame, shirtless, as I walked 4.1 miles home. I remembered the words of my mother, birds of a feather flock together. And at which point I realized this is not 
who I am supposed to be. And therefore, I searched out a new flock.